Good afternoon. Thanks for tuning in to the ZZP Power Hour. We're here with some a little unusual topic on this Friday as we get snowed in. And it's kind of fitting, actually, because you're going to need some 4x4 to get out of here today. Totally doing hood rat shit on the way home tonight. <laughs> Have to. Chris got to throw a dollar in the swear jar already. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to talk about some trucks today, guys. A little bit of comparison on how it uh, compares to modifying our cars. Um, Chris has been in f- modifying trucks since he could drive. Alex came over here from the uh, across the pond and instantly bought a four-wheel drive. Yeah, because they didn't wear body Chevy. <laughs> they weren't allowed to have trucks over there here. They couldn't afford a, the, the fuel, the petrol. Dude, the petrol is too expensive, and they don't fit on the roads over there. So the biggest you can get is a midsize, and I'm ashamed to say that. Yeah. <laughs> my, first, my first vehicle was four-wheel drive. How about you, Tim? Uh, first car was a Renault two-wheel drive little crap box, so yeah, I ain't got anything. But you've 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 had some four by fours in your days. Oh yeah, I've had plenty of trucks. I mean, I, I, like honestly, I I kind of I don't really like trucks. Most like mostly, I don't really like trucks, but they do have their purpose. Like obviously, you need something to tow your race car, so that's nice to have. Um, you need something to maybe get some drywall or, you know, whatever. Or like, hey, like I've got a bring like two sets of race wheels and tires to the tire shop and have the tire swap so it's kind of nice to throw them all in one vehicle yeah i like how you were thinking about it logically because i think um most of us here think about our off-road or four-wheel drive vehicles pretty logically because uh um you know we're we're not building mall crawlers yeah (laughs) I'll just say that, and we're not, you know, we're not building useless diesels that just are obnoxious, you know? Yeah. Chris has got a really capable short box Chevy. Alex has got also a good project in the works that's going to be a capable short box Chevy. Um, you know, both mine and Tim's car trucks do uh, truck stuff, so. Yep. But yeah. Tim's will be fun when, it, when it's fixed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, why don't we just get into your uh, your uh, Ranger, or pardon me, he's had a few Rangers. He yeah. loves Rangers. The loves, current. Loves widening them up, too. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> the current Ford build you got going on. Well, it's, uh, it's from Gas Monkey Garage, so I bought that used through a guy that bought it from Aaron Kaufman. It's uh, like a 2004 F-150, typical Brenthal. Long travel, four-wheel drive kit on the front, bypasses and, and kings, and um, and then in the back it just has a beaver spring under, you know. So it's mid mid high teens yeah. for inches of travel, and it's fun. We're all pretty heavily influenced by our good buddy and neighbor Ryan Linger at Linger Racing. Yeah, shout out to him. I think he's helped all of us out, or at least been friendly enough to, uh, you know, lend us some knowledge in one way or another. He builds some of the baddest. Uh, Silver Lake rigs around here, really. Probably on, I mean, he's really the only guy doing it in Michigan now. But Well, y- y- it's kind of funny, actually. Like, Ryan Langer is definitely who got me into long travel stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Boltman has actually known him longer than me. Um, and then Alex, like, he's helping Alex with some Big geometry time. stuff with the uh, square body. Yeah. Yeah, and in fact, I think not only was I attracted since moving here to get a truck because we didn't have them back back home. But once I started speaking to you guys and you're like, hey, we go to the dunes and we go to tracking and we drive them here and there's all this off-road. And I'm like, oh, that's a whole nother separate realm compared to track and autocross and on the street. There's just all this land you can go and use. And 
uh, I was hooked from the start from then. Yeah, the Silver Lake definitely has a big influence along with the two tracks. And just living in Michigan in general, you know, um, taking a truck and using it as it should be and having some fun with it. And you realize you have some limitations. Quickly need to improve upon those limitations. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and learning your limitations <laughs> is a good one, too. Like, I've learned that the hard way a few times in trucks doing, doing wild truck dune buggy stuff. It was uh, cool. I got to ride with Tim his first time in his current truck at Silver Lake, and you were blown away. Yeah. When you took that thing out for the first time. Yeah. Just mashing across the dunes at 60 plus and just comfortable. Yeah. Nice smooth One hand ride. On the wheel and arm out the window. Pretty much. But yeah, I mean, uh, let's talk about things I I hate about trucks like. They're definitely twice the cost to maintain in every single yeah. way. Uh, just the yeah. consumables alone. The tires are, you know, double the cost. The, yeah. You got two differentials to service. You got a transfer case. There's a lot of extra components that go into a, mm. a truck that, comparatively to a car that you're modifying. They um, allow you to screw them up more than a car because it's a bigger, heavier vehicle. So, like... You, you have a car, you're kind of limited on your wheel and tire that you can fit on the car. Well, a truck, gets, it, it's, so, it, it's lifted so easily that you can run a much larger wheel and a much larger tire on it. I mean, I had a friend that had a truck, and um, we were doing some service work to it, and we found that his wheels and tires were over 100 pounds of corner. That's gnarly. That's like, some gnarly rotating mass. That's insane. He... Um, I told him that it was over 100 pounds per corner, and I was like, dude, th this is ridiculous. Like, this is too heavy. So he looks into it, and his next wheel and tire he bought to replace that because of that was 25 pounds a corner lighter. <laughs> he lost 100 pounds running the, a nicer-looking wheel and a nicer-looking tire th that wasn't any smaller. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot to it. I mean, and think about a car. Like, I don't even know if you can possibly gain 25 pounds a corner. Like, if you, buying the worst wheel possible and the worst tire possible, you can't really gain that much weight. Mm -hmm. You know, 10 pounds is probably about, you know. And then when you do that and pull out of a parking lot, you can feel it. Yeah, Steve, uh, Steve has a Colorado <laughs> yeah. here. And yeah, I was going to say this. Last year, he was like, I need mud tires. I need mud tires. So I, I had some 32-inch uh, mud tires off of my Jeep. And he was looking for a, a good steel, so I gave them to him, and uh, he put them on, and he's been running around with them, but then he just put on some steelies on stock tires the other day, and he's pulled out, and he's like, I think I found 100 horsepower to the tire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, now it, it breaks them loose, and I'm <laughs> moving out. <laughs> um, Brad brings up a good point. You know, uh, oil changes are easy. I mean, I yeah. guess working on a truck is a lot easier. I mean, geez, you can, you, can, you can sit in your square body under the hood and work on your engine. That's exactly how I work on it. Yeah. That is very true. Yeah, it's easier to an extent because I find myself, uh, you know, just working out of a common garage that I, I find myself not having, you know, jack stands that are tall enough or, totally. or tools that are just generally big enough to, you know, do the job be, because everything's bigger. Everything's just bigger. Yeah, but, I don't um, have that problem. Yeah. Once you once you once you get the tools and the stuff to do it, it's definitely easier, I would say. In yeah. Anyways, you know, just like uh, doing spark plugs through your wheel well. Yeah, that that's nice on a truck. You know, uh, most yeah. cars you can't do that. 
you know, the engine bays are a lot, of, you know, packed in more. And, and then there's just the practicality of driving around town, drop, you know, depending on the size of your garage at home, depending on the size of your driveway, you know, it's, they are impractical in comparison yeah. to a car as well, for sure. Very frustrating to drive a park. Very frustrating to park a truck. Very frustrating to just simply make a, a, a change or a U-turn or something like that. Um, but I mean, one nice thing, you know, one of my favorite things about a truck is driving and not swerving for potholes. Yeah. Oh man, is that nice? Yeah, like just driving and just driving through whatever. Tim jumping loves, curbs. Tim I mean. loves to curb jump. That's his yeah. thing. That's when you have thing. thirty-seven <laughs> inch tires, you can just be going fifty-five and just run over the curb. Crap. It's fine. Everything's fine. Until your CV axle pops out. <laughs> Bill Kish, 36-gallon tank. Heard some filling it. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. Pump clicking off at 100 is pretty common with the truck these days. Yeah, Bo is uh, daily driving a big block old Ford right now, so he's really known about fuel cost. <clears throat> it's yep. definitely all the smiles and no miles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't like feeding mine. Yeah. What do you get in your truck? 11 or 12 on gas, 10 on ethanol. Oof. Yeah, yeah, our Escalade. Yeah. We got an Escalade with a 6.2 and 456 gears, and that thing loves to just get 10 or 8. If it's yeah. on if it's on 93, it's getting 10. If it's on E, uh... <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, you just can't put a cam in an LS engine. No. You just can't. Not really. We weren't it's... supposed to put a cam in that damn engine. Like, we were supposed to find like a but the stock one was bad so why would you put stock back <laughs> in it <laughs> i wish we would have just put the c5 z06 cam in it that would have been nice that would have worked it would have been a little bit of performance but probably still got you know teens that's what we were supposed to do and then this went above me um the guy that we were getting the cam from was like oh i can't find that cam that i thought i have so just take this one instead and it was like a a torker two <laughs> Yeah. Cam or something and yeah. I thought it was an L- she I thought it was a LS three cam. I don't know. Oh, it's larger than that. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, you'll have that. It was yeah. a torque or two, I think, if I recall. Like Steve can chime in. Um EcoBoost, yeah. Trevor brings up the EcoBoost. I love it. Those. Great, it is a great uh power potential engine. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of cubic inch, twin turbo V six, like do a tune and we offer some mods for it. we offer like charge pipes and down pipes yeah. and do we have you know. an intake for it or not no no because um the stock intake is fine ah. it's cool to put an intake on them because you can hear more turbo noises mm-hmm. but um but yeah that you, you don't have to and that's a ve truck too okay so there's no math sensor so you can put whatever ah. fancy intake you want on it i didn't know that huh that's pretty cool the, aren't they known for getting pretty decent gas mileage as well the yeah. in yes. comparison to a V8 truck? Yes or? and no. Um, really just I think they if you get, stay out of the boost and how you drive it. When driving on the street, yes. They beat the V8 trucks all day long. But when you're towing a trailer, yeah. I think they're the same as a truck. Potentially yeah. maybe worse, but I think within one mile per gallon. It's kind of like a Sonic doing 80. It's not <laughs> yeah. that good. Yeah. But yeah. a Sonic doing 65 is real good. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> But I don't know. I, like, one thing I hear a lot is I hear that diesel trucks can get really good gas mileage. I have a hard time believing it 
Like, have you, Boltman, have you ever witnessed a diesel truck getting like 30 miles to the gallon? Because I've heard it can happen. I've heard that as well, but I've never been able to do it. Hmm. In the 20s? If you're nice. Yeah, low 20s. And low and not lightly loaded. I, it feels to me like it's one of those things that the diesel bros say because they know that there aren't very many of them out there to prove them wrong. So it's just They're like just... saying an RX-7 is unreliable. You know, it's who has experience with an RX-7 <laughs> being unreliable? Not, none of us here. <laughs> but yet that gets passed around all the time. Like, yeah. oh, they break all the time. Well, says who? Yeah. Like, you know, the Internet, I guess. But you're, you're a bit of a diesel guy, though, aren't you, Chris? Yeah, I've got a lot of diesel background. We stole them from a diesel truck yeah, um, heavy, place. Heavy trucks more than pickups. Yeah. Heavy trucks to LTG. Yeah. <laughs> Got a little bit I mean, they're in line and got a turbo hanging off the side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Similarity there. Yeah, I think the I think the EcoBoost get um, high teens, like eighteen ish. That's pretty you know good. mixed driving and not necessarily being nice to it. But I'm pretty sure they can swing twenty or more if you're if you're actually nice to them. But I'm never nice enough to them. What is the American obsession with the truck? Because most people I see aren't necessarily using a truck for truck purposes. I'm so glad you bring this up. <laughs> Just as an outsider, because I was like, everyone drives a truck. I don't Why? know. Why? I don't know. I don't know either. I think it really is just like people like, it's the whole mall crawler fascination. Like the truck's never going to be off-road, but it's got big tires on it. And it's lifted to the moon. Like I think people just like that big vehicle. They like yeah. to feel like they're cool. You know, it, and that is an American thing for sure, because it is inefficient as hell. Mm-hmm. Is it? I, I love my truck, but I also love my crap box car that is small and easy to park and gets good mileage to just beat miles onto. Yeah. Kish, um, 13 miles per gallon, uh, towing at 70. Towing what? Because as we've learned here, an enclosed trailer versus an open trailer with a car on it, big difference. Mm-hmm. I think we're, I mean, we're talking like, what, three mile per gallon difference between those two? So I'm curious to hear what he says about that. He said he was getting 27, uh, not towing. That's crazy good. Really? It's good. It's a newer Duramax. Okay. Hmm. So is it those guys or gals that own these trucks, if they, if they can use the bed once in a year, they're sold on freaking getting a truck. <laughs> I've met a lot of women that like big trucks because they like to sit high. Yep. Yeah. That's always that what they say. Safe. I like sitting up high. Mm-hmm. They feel safe. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, just like same reason why women like taller guys because it feels safe. See, I'm always like, I'm always looking for reasons to not need a truck because as soon as I don't yeah. need a truck, then you can make it like a dune truck. Because the more the more the more long travel dunish style <laughs> truck you get, the less capable it becomes <laughs> it of being become... a truck. And that's why I'm so, always so stuck and mad. I'm like, oh, I just got to leave the Ford. It's a, it's a tow pig. It's a wood hauler. It, that's what it does. Because as soon as I try and do anything else, it won't be able to do that. But uh, I mean, it could wood haul. I don't know, man. It's a straight axle, so it's not like your alignment's gonna get wonky if the back ends. Let's throw two face cords inches. of wood in the back of your truck and see how it does. <laughs> Street manners go right out the window when you long travel them, though. Yeah, and and just the 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 tire wear and the the turning and the you know you got a locked differential with a 
no sway bars and you're <laughs> you're doing you're the three wheeling. Yeah, you're three wheeling <laughs> and just make going into the McDonald's drive through. I mean, I think like my Silverado was a you know semi wild and the F one fifty is you know semi wild. Like street manners are great. Those two trucks drove great on the street. I mean, a beam truck that's getting 20 inches of travel, I mean, those have pretty terrible manners. I mean, mine, when I would throw it in reverse, the front end would sink down like six inches. Because, like, the, the, the man, with how the camber and the toe was on that thing, it was terrible. Yeah, there's just a lot of movement. So yeah. It, and it doesn't get transferred to the ground as good. Your inputs... I mean, you can, do you know that if you're in a Ranger, you can't even drive backwards in sand? <laughs> the front tires will suck themselves in, and the rear tires will just dig themselves a hole. <laughs> like, it's, it's pretty wild. I mean, I did, have, I, I did not take my wild Ranger in the dunes, not even a single time, um, because I, swing, I put the swing set steering in the mm. final combo, but it never saw sand again after that. Yeah. So I, I ended up selling it because I'm an idiot and because I thought I was going to get an adult truck. And then I got the adult truck and I wish I had my kid truck back. <laughs> and that's your but, favorite size truck. Yeah, I love the tiny. The size, right? Tiny, small. 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 Yeah. yeah. Like a single cab short box Ranger, I am in. <laughs> Sounds great. Yep. The ones that are just little and the tires are all the way out. Yeah. It looks like a little Tonka toy. That's what Tim likes. Yeah. Like, the tires have to be, I don't know, it's got to be at least six inches wider per side. At yeah. least. Um, what, what size tires do you normally run on your Ranger, on a common Ranger? Um, on a common build Ranger, maybe like 33s. Yeah, that's pretty um, standard. It takes some cutting and some work to get 35s or bigger on a Ranger. But, I mean, there's, there's quite a few Rangers that are running around with, like, 37s on them, here in yeah. Michigan even. For sure. A couple of 40s. But they're wild. Yeah. Mm. That's pretty standard for a lot of Jeep stuff, too. 33-inch tire. As soon as you go bigger than that, then, you know, you start breaking axles or you got to do a lot of clearancing, even with, like, a large long-arm lift. <clears throat> and they just start to suck so much power. You that know, the, yeah. these big dune trucks that are around here, the 37s to 40-inch tires, you're losing 40% power in your driveline. Yeah. I saw this um, at Gridlife. There was a Mega Raptor there. I think the Mega Raptor comes, man, I hope somebody can chime in. I think it comes with 54-inch tires. Jeez. Like, this is this a factory thing? I've never heard of it. Um, it's a aftermarket company like a Shelby or like okay. a, you know, one of the, uh, you know, Callaway, you know, okay. kind of thing. But they build a Mega Raptor. It's got the typical, you know, wide glass on it. And um, he was towing a trailer with two drift cars on it. Like, wow. you know, big big raptor and it, it was the big four-door like it was a monster in fact i saw a mega raptor on um on a marketplace coincidentally just yesterday oh. i was like holy crap i do really like what uh you know ford's always done with the raptor and then dodge has got the uh the trx now mm. really just wish gm would come out with something in that to yeah be in that uh, market there with the uh, off-road high performance kind of vehicle or truck that you can just turn key. Yeah. They teased us. What, what was it called? Chevy had that, um, they had something that was supposed to be rivaling the Raptor, but then they just never released it. They were saying it was going to be better, and then Dodge came out with the TRX, like you said, yeah, and yeah. that, like, it could, 
it could be really easy for them too because um all these guys are taking gm trucks and just putting a long arm kit on them and you know leaf spring rear in it they're super capable so gm yeah. would not have to do much at all to just really take a stock truck and make it a lot more capable and then you know whatever they did with the powertrain i know they do the zr2 colorado yeah that's which is yeah. semi i don't the power plant i think it's stock but you got lock diffs it's got those yep. multi-matic shocks on it yeah they do um, come with good shocks and the wider body fenders on the zr2 but i don't think of it as like a performance and it's no. a mid-size as well yeah, and it's still truffle. and it what's wild is it still has like flaws from the factory you know i'm sure camberg will make an upper control arm with yeah. a with a spherical ball ball joint on it and it'll gain one and a half inches of travel like i i don't understand why gm doesn't just do that because mm -hmm. they can figure it out yeah spherical's don't last as long as a ball joint yeah. maybe that's why it's just not as it's yeah i think maybe that's I why i think a lot of the people are marketing that truck for are never going to take it off road as we were talking about earlier yeah um and i think uh, i've seen a couple on the dunes they're not that capable out of the box no no mm. I mean, I've never seen one just moving out. Yeah. The uh, 40, 46s. Uh, Michigan Sound Wizard chimed in there. Hmm. Yeah, oh. giant. That is way big. Holy cow. The other thing I've heard since moving here is there's people call SUVs trucks, like full-size SUVs. So is it anything with a truck body or truck ch chassis that you refer to as a truck? I refer to anything with a truck bed yeah, as a truck. Yeah. And then the other things are SUVs, and then the other things are just stupid. All those yeah. stupid little <laughs> trailblazer-type things are just dumb. They're not a truck. Crossovers, they call them, and that's, yeah. that's a fitting name. Like, it's, it's wuss vehicles. <laughs> I like that Ford Maverick. What is that? What is that? Oh, and thing? the Bronco Sport. That's a disappointment. Yeah. Yeah, those are the little one? The, the, the big little ones are one. pretty sweet. Big ones are sweet. Especially yeah, the Bronco they're, Raptor. They're I'm like, that's what's up. They're definitely growing on me. See, one thing I thought about the Bronco, the, the full-size Bronco, is it's very Tinker Toy looking. Mm -hmm. Like, it is very, like, oh, the fenders they put on it. assembled pieces. And I'm in it. Like, that's I think the that's obvious part of the stuff. Appeal. The underneath and everything is very Lego. Like, it's very put, like, you know, a lot of components. You see components. It's they didn't spend any time making stuff curve and smooth and nice looking. Integrating the integrating everything. Yeah. The uh, one of the things I absolutely love about those top level trucks, the Raptors, the TRXs, for me it's like a car that you can mob off road. You can also mob in a street in a straight line. You can it's super comfortable, luxurious. You can road trip it. You can tow with it. I love the whole package of a truck. To yeah. me, that is very impressive. This time of year especially, I get into that too because, like, when we got this much snow and it's so hard to drive anywhere, yeah. it's super nice having a vehicle that doesn't care. <laughs> like, when you drive it down the road, you know you're going to be completely fine with oh, anything yeah. you run into. And if yeah. somebody's sideways in the road, you'll be like, I'll just go around. And it's just not a problem. And it's it's super. I I do love the getting into the well-rounded, just capableness of a vehicle. Yeah. Um. You know, right down to good lighting. Uh, that was one thing I did. Yeah. Me and my brother drove my 
uh, my old Jeep and towed a two-place snowmobile trailer all the way up to the UP in a snowstorm. And our biggest thing we fought the whole time was lighting. So I came home like, man, I'm going to buy some nice KC lights for the Ford and the Jeep. And then, you know, that's just now one thing that I like to do is because if it, it can go anywhere, but if you can't see where you're going, yeah, then that's a super big disadvantage that, um, uh, especially with it, you know, it's always dark out this time of year. Um, you know, you don't have any lighting on your truck yet, but just cause it's not been that time of the build, but, um, definitely something. My lighting's okay. I mean, it's, it's stock headlight housing and, and it sits up a little bit. So, I mean, it, the lighting's fine. I mean, I'm, it, it spoils me because my sonic lighting is terrible. So, <laughs> uh, I was also no. very expensive. Yeah. It's got some fancy headlights, but I can't see anything at night. So, <laughs> oh well. That is something that's massively enjoyable about new cars, I feel, in general. Headlight technology. Headlights yeah. on newer cars are just phenomenal. I got two old chip boxes, and the headlights are freaking awful. Yeah. Aftermarket yeah. lighting's come a long way, and it's really affordable. I mean, I don't even normally go the LED route because I don't need a uh, a light bar or anything. But um, so, how much would like a set of KCs run you? Uh, they're like a set of KCs. You can get a a two really nice like daylighters for two hundred bucks. With a, if, and it comes with a relay and a wiring harness, and all you got to do is hook up power and mount your switch, and you're in business. That's cool. Yeah. But then they have some cool stuff. Like, they have these little mini lights that put out a ton of power, and you could have thousands. Well, yeah. Those guys. Yeah. Thousands. I, I like the old school stuff, man. KC Daylighter. Just, you know, Chris knows all about the, them. Uh, round units? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what's <laughs> up. And you put the little covers on in there. Yeah, you yeah. got to have the cover. I had, uh, I had four lens. of those on my K5 Blazer back in the day. You had a K5 Blazer? Uh-huh. I don't Didn't think there that. was any K5 Blazer without some daylighters <laughs> yeah. on it back in the day. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it uh, had a five-inch suspension lift and 33s, you know. Pretty wow. small tires for how much lift it was, but it was Something cool. about them old square bodies look good with a smaller tire. Like, I really like when it's got a pretty tall lift. and it, Like, even your truck, yeah. it's got a small tire on it, but it doesn't look that yeah. bad. And I'm keeping them. I'm not... Kind of a classic look. Yeah. Yeah. Small wheel, like a 15. Yeah. 15 by 10 is my favorite. I'll put it on anything. 15 by 10 with a 33, 12.5 on it. Mm. Yeah. I did always like that look, like the square body, like Alex's truck, um, where it had like, let's say, seven inches of lift, and it had like 33-inch boggers that like stuck out like six, seven inches on each yeah. side. Like, I loved that look. I still like that, honestly. I wouldn't do it anymore because I'm too, like, it needs to function. Get, like, some old school but, welds with, like, the 16 by 12s. Yeah. Yep. Talking of uh, bargers, I've heard that I'm yet to go to a mud bog, but I've oh, heard man. great things. Oh. And that is also a truck thing. It's not Bo. my thing. Not my what? Thing. You don't? I love going the to bog bunnies. The bog bunnies? There's yeah. actually one. There's actually, what's the one, big one coming up this weekend? There's one this weekend? Uh, the thanks, there's one around Thanksgiving Day. It's like it's a... One out of 84th Street? No. I'm not They into, call it something. Anyway. Shag Bark is like one of the big ones here yeah. in Michigan. That's a, that's a good one. I like doing that. Like every once in a while, it's kind of fun just to go and just... Hang out with in in like sow your wild like oats of being a redneck. <laughs> yeah, watching it would be way better than doing it. Participating. Cool. Yeah. Uh, cooler full of cold ones. And... Yeah, it's hard enough, you know, 
trucks around here, they already get enough salt in them and sand in them. You want to throw some mud in there, too? Mud don't come out. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, my, my Explorer, I did Didn't do you used the, to oil it down before you went? Yeah. I would take uh, WD-40, and I'd put a spray nozzle on it, and I would, like, hairspray the wheel wells and stuff with uh, WD-40. And then um, you can go to a quarter car wash right, like, while the mud is still wet, and it blows right off. Do not let that mud dry. <laughs> Your mechanic will hate you. Then you put a lawn sprinkler under it and leave it set. I've yeah. heard of people doing that. Yeah. And then you have the opposite with the dunes where that cleans yes. the heck out of your it truck when so, you take it That's the there. best part about going to the dunes, dude. I spent a whole week up there in my Jeep. Bring it home. Look underneath it. Don't even look like... I mean, there's some sand here and there, but... Well, it's it, nothing. Yeah. You could like just take the air hose under there and knock it out. Until yep. you got to take something apart, and then you'll find all the nooks yeah. and crannies. It's hiding. Yeah. yeah. My my Jeep's been in the dunes so many times that it, every once in a while, if I kick the defrost on high, it'll shoot sand out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, I've Cut definitely your coffee been there. on the way into work. <laughs> yep, I've done that before. Yeah, my truck. Uh, it's been down for so long just because i haven't been driving it that like everything has like a little bit of like surface rust on it so it's like i either need to pull the suspension all apart and repowder coat it or just hit silver lake hard next year i think yeah i think I, i'll choose route b yeah you know how it's super hard to get Order sand like a, up. yeah yeah you know how it's super hard to get sand out of carpet um have you ever seen those videos where they take like a uh, a da sander or like a da polisher stick it to the carpet and then it shakes it and it shakes all the sand right out of it, and you can just vacuum it out. I just saw that video like never three it, days ago. It, it works really good. I've never tried it, I guess, but I need to try it on my Jeep because the like even in the back, you know, the, the cargo area, the sand is hard to get out of there. But it just shakes up the carpet. You even Randy's got a truck. I've been trying to get him to dune truck his truck. He just bought a Suburban? Oh, no, he's uh, working on buying a Suburban. Okay. And but, you're not uh, going to cool that truck, are you, Tim? <laughs> Um, ah. I would not call that a truck, <laughs> but it, it, it's, it's, you know, it's his thing and it can do pre-runner stuff still. I was <clears> outstanding. <throat> we went up to the dunes, uh, last year and my truck leaf sprung is now apart, but I had maybe one inch of travel max <laughs> and you break your neck when you're driving that thing. I just parked it. It was so that, unenjoyable. That travel was in the tires. <laughs> It was Tim, you were hanging your head out the window like, your suspension's not moving, dude. <laughs> and then, Bo, would you say your Jeep has about, or your old Jeep had about six inches, maybe? No, it was a three and a half. Three and a half inches of travel. Oh, the total travel amount? Uh, I think I think it would four. four. Like so four and a quarter. Going from riding my track with nothing to just four and a quarter, it's like the enjoyment level is exponentially more. And that's before you even get into serious numbers. So yeah. it's yeah. cool the capability you can have just with pretty mild modifications as well with the truck yeah the new jeep's uh f five and a half up and six something down so mm. never actually measured mine yeah i always do before i go up there to make sure i'm not going to cram tires you know measure your bump to bump yeah. and then because the last thing you want to do is have a uh have rub you know yeah. that's the worst just like a or street just, car. or accidentally shred a tire because Silver Lake will teach you your limits, like, one way or another. I mean, it will, yeah. you will find max travel up and down at Silver Lake. <laughs> you find max everything at Silver Lake. Yes, you do. Yeah. Temperature control. Like, you roll in like Alex thinking you're on top of the world, and then it just humbles you so, so quick. 
And then... Oh, my goodness. And then he just takes it like a man and says, you know what? I'm going to go for it. <laughs> We're going to full-on four-length front and the rear. Yeah. That'll be sweet. Yeah, I didn't think I'd ever spend that much money on shocks, but there yeah, you go. Speaking of money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got to give Alex a congrats. He's shocks already. <laughs> newborn baby boy over here. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah, little hybrid hybrid baby out there in the world. I'm just curious if he's born with the accent. Like, is the accent just going to... I'm, I'm going to train him as hard as I can, man, but I think I'm going to lose the battle, unfortunately. That would be very interesting. <laughs> Thank you guys for the congratulations. It means a lot. Yeah, six pound four ounces, little guy. Um, but he's doing he's doing real good. That's awesome. That's awesome. Randy, yeah. what year is your suburban? It's his um parent in laws that he's planning on buying. I think it's a man, it must be like an O two. Hmm. Good year. O one. It's not it's pre cat eye, whatever you call the pre cat eye body style. Pre cat eye, yeah. Or the well, they never had a cat eye suburban. They had they went yeah, from yeah. round to, so it's the it's an OBS like a square body. No, not like his OBS like in late nineties. No, yeah, you're talking Bowles round right. body. Both yes. right. They never put a cat eye on a, agreed on an SUV. I mean, they did. They did it on one. Okay, they put a cat eye on one. It's got a long travel on it. It's that one dude's. I don't remember his name. <laughs> on one. <laughs> so you're just talking early 2000s. Era. Yeah, yeah, okay. early 2000s. I believe it's a 5.3 Oh, it's a GMT 800? That's a good it's year. 2005. That's a, okay. Well, So that's, a, that's an 8-lug truck. No. GMT 800 is the platform before mine. I have a 900. It's, it's cat eye. But they never cat-eyed that truck. <laughs> yeah. It's a 2005, oh. so, I mean, it's, it is cat-eye. It's just they never did that, even is though it, the cat-eye fits right on. Is it a cat-eye? <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, another thing that kind of blows me away about trucks, I couldn't believe when, uh, in fact, Bo, you told me, the towing capacity of one-ton trucks, I'm like, it's insane you can actually tow that. Yeah, it is that pretty. That behind just your, uh, what with a regular driver's license is yeah, incredible. They are capable. Joey used to tow a lot too with his Power Stroke. Mm -hmm. Man, yeah, they do tow a lot. My biggest thing that blows my mind is so I had a really clean '99 Silverado, black, and I would drive that thing around, and I would have people at stoplights rolling their window down at me, just being like, "Ah, what's up? You know, <laughs> nice truck, you know, this and that." Like I was in a ZR1. <laughs> But it's just a 99 Silverado, and, like, people at the gas station, I could never pump gas in it without some old boy coming up to me and talking to me, or some kid, just, like, the, the age range of the... It's, yeah. It's just funny, the appreciation people have for a, a clean, older vehicle. Especially a truck, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I, I pull the Buick into a, par a gas station, nobody even blinks an eye. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. <laughs> yeah. I can't even get a race in it half the time. <laughs> Yeah, I've never really been into the ultra high horsepower trucks. Maybe if if I did, I think it'd have to be a mud truck. Like I would love to, like I would love to also do mud truck stuff, but you just got to pick your your hobbies and I just can't take another one. Just have too many different hobbies. But yeah, I've never really been into like let's put a thousand horsepower to your daily driver truck. If like, I was going to do that, it have to be uh it'd have to be lowered street truck style. 
big horsepower yeah. in a street truck would be fun. Even if it was four-wheel drive still. It would almost need to be. Yeah. Obviously, the world is, you know, we all get to do whatever we want, but I've never understood the street truck thing. I could never, ever do that. Really? You never just wanted a little short box Silverado? No. Like, what about, I, like, a Ford Lightning? Because you like them Fords. Um, like no. in Fast and Furious when they're rolling up no. with the, the <laughs> Lightning full of parts? That doesn't um, look like Tim Beak at all? Can we put 18 <laughs> inches of travel front and rear in it and, and go to the dunes with it? Because if, if we can, then I'm in. <laughs> Oh. And there's uh, one of those lightning trucks with the uh, with long travel on it. I just yeah, I can't is, do the street truck really thing. Is. I get it. I mean, I'm I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I just I just never understood the street truck thing. Yeah. Um, we keep referencing the dunes. It's funny because it's just it's I compare it to like Tail of the Dragon. It's a fun experience in a vehicle, and if you haven't done it, give it a try. But um, you know, there's a, a lot of normal SUVs and trucks up there. The the element that I love about the dunes is, you know, when you do a track day, you have your session lengths and hanging out is just a little bit different at a track day. But at the dunes, it's like, there's a real, I've only been there once, but I even since then, like the community, it's a full family kind of hangout. Everyone, yep. you know, you bring up a cooler, you bring up a little gas grill. I mean, it's a full day hangout. You're at the lake. It's, it is it's a definitely a family cool, oriented thing. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, my week. I I spent a week there with my family this year, and I I would have spent another week there. Like every day, I was like, wake up, first on the dunes, come back, eat some breakfast, go back out on the dunes. It's like, you know, cruise around town. But uh, <clears throat> again, half the fun is watching. You don't even have to be doing yeah. anything. You can just pick a spot and park and watch. Yeah, I mean, there's so many people that have so much more money than all of us. <laughs> Come on. That it's just amazing going there and just watching these $100,000 rigs just and jumping and mashing and wheels 10 foot in the air, literally. Like, it's I just love seeing and hearing money. Yeah. You know? What's that one dude? How many horsepower is that one buggy of his making? Which one? The buggy one. The guy that has the, the truck and the buggy. He's got to be a thousand, right? Yeah, he's got a couple of machines that are over a thousand. Yeah, that's cool. I and think then, the truck is two. And then there's the dude with the uh, trophy truck with. Oh, I thought that's who we were talking about. No, um, he's got a buggy also. Oh, does he? Really? Two buggies, I think. Um, I was talking he, about the guy that uh, Al helped tune originally. Oh, yeah. oh. okay. Is that but the one then, we had on all dyno here? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that thing was insane. And then, um, and then there is the dude um, with the trophy truck that has, like, twin supercharged making yeah. who knows what. V8's on the dunes. A V8 moving across <clears> the dunes <throat> just has a sound to oh. it. Yeah, I, I saw, um, well, I don't know, you might have sent it to me. There's a dune buggy with an Ecotech swapped yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. That's actually fairly common. Yeah, that's pretty it cool. Was a, it was a Vita bug, but, like, full nothing but the bug shell was there. Okay. Yeah. It was like the size of an RZR. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> but it had an Ecotech in it. Like, I would be into that. That would be cool. I, the only reason I wasn't too serious about it is because it didn't have a windshield, so you'd have to wear goggles. And I'm like, I just like enclosed cabins too much. Like, I really like those, all my glass. those bug builds, but I think, the, I think the, the shell is super expensive, and then everything under it's all custom. So it's, yeah. I don't know. You got to be a really good fabricator or know a guy. Mm-hmm. I like uh, Noah's question there, and to also 
hijack that to the dunes a little bit. The, you know, the dunes, you've got the slow and technical, you've got the faster Ooh. sections, you've, yep. you've got a real variation of driving style, driving terrain, and yep. I, you can just keep changing it up, you know? My favorite's the rollers. Yeah. The, uh, the what would it be? It would be the east end of all the hills. Okay. Heading, oh my gosh, I'm testing all my directions right here. Heading, the lake. heading towards the, the exit. Yes. Mm. All um, the way to the right. Yeah. Like right along the... All the way to the right, heading towards the exit. Yeah. If you move through there and something, that's a good time. And they so, are nice rollers, so they're yeah. not super peaked, so you can you catch can, a little bit of air. Yeah, just like give you that feeling in your belly, yeah. you know, like you're coming up to it, and you just... Brah, and then lift at the top, and then, you know, coast down, hit the next one. That's my favorite. Yeah, I'm um, to answer Noah's question, like, I, I'm kind of the mash around really fast like hit the like honestly my favorite thing is hitting whoops <laughs> i love hitting whoops at warp speed <laughs> like one of my favorite times was in my silverado that was long travel and like i was i was going through the whoop section at almost six or at almost 100 miles an hour like i was like 90 something miles an hour just w hitting the whoops and it was just amazing ryan langer was in the passenger seat well that's, that's why, why i was going, going that, that fast, fast. <laughs> like your leg down wasn't he? yep pretty much verbally he was holding my leg down <laughs> we were chasing another truck that was better better than mine was but that is that always fun. the thing to do if there is you get some behind somebody <laughs> Who you're not like you're like wow this guy's way faster than I am but you're like we're not losing him <laughs> then your pastor's like please just stop and you're like no <laughs> pretty much that a uh, couple of the FJ cruisers down the road here that are always up there I always mess them in my jeep that's my pick on but yeah, there's one in particular that really put the smack on you though yeah they all do <laughs> they all do, <laughs> they yeah, all it's, do. it's definitely something like um. Man, we, we're talking about the dunes a lot, but it, it's just, like you said, I mean, it, we're in Michigan, and they are pretty amazing. Like, it is, it's clean fun. Yeah. Like, in, man, it's a good time. Your truck comes out cleaner than it went in. You don't wear the tires down? No. The no. You, if clean you, them. If so you come trailer, out they're so clean. If you trailer it, they'll pretty much be brand new forever. You know? Yeah. yeah, it's incredible. But I have just as much fun running power lines, though. Yeah. That's fun too. Yeah. Seasonal roads and two tracks and power lines. And yeah, that chase two two track yeah. lineup in Baldwin, Northern Michigan. Um, that's that's a pretty good pretty good day. Um, they they used to be so much better. Like um, a few years ago, I went to my parents' house and I was looking at old photo albums because my parents were big into four wheeling before I could drive. And there's a lot of cool stuff up there that I haven't seen in a long time. Every year, there's more gates. Yeah. More areas you can't uh, get right. to. Yeah. There was one spot that was off a hill that, like, if you didn't have something pretty sweet, you didn't want to go down in there because you have to get back out once you drive down in it. Yeah. And that was pretty neat. You know, there's just a lot of that stuff, just mixed sand and, you know, a little bit of mud, a little bit of water, gravel pits back in the day, like, mm -hmm. fun times. Yep. Last time me and Chris were up there, we stopped and we're looking over this lakey marsh. He's like, yep, I had this truck that made it out to that telephone pole, and I had this truck that... I'm like, what the heck? There's, no, there's water out there, Chris. Well, in the hill we were sitting on top of, we used to drive up. Yeah. But you can't do that anymore. Ah. Uh, I mean, that would make sense how you get out there. Yeah. Some crazy stuff you'll find, too. There's a house way out in the middle of those woods. 
mm-hmm. without a road going to it. Yeah. You know, just no road to it, just a just a house. It's pretty much a foundation of concrete only now. But um, but back in the day, I remember when I was a kid, it was a full blown house that was just vacant. Hmm. Got shot at or near the last time off, right? We did. You didn't hear it? Yeah, somebody was not happy with us. <laughs> <laughs> that does happen. It does. Yeah. <sighs> it's uh, it's happened to me. I've never had my vehicle hit, but I've definitely yeah. well. To 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 their defense, there was like thirty of us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like and the then, well, yeah. The time before, I got we didn't get shot at, but the guy definitely had his rifle in his hand, and <laughs> it was only three of us, I think, that time. But we were moving, <laughs> probably a little closer to his house than we should have been. Yeah, it's kind of like the the get off my lawn. Yeah, that you can easily hear over your truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> but yeah i don't know um diesels have always interested me like i i will never own one because i don't like having to calculate out where my next fuel station is yeah that's not that bad it's that, it's bad. that bad i when we used the ZZP tr- a truck to go somewhere i think it was like a half mile down south like we there were a couple times where we went to a couple different stations and we we couldn't find diesel hmm. we're like ah, oh, i guess we'll go to the next exit like you know, you, or you, you get off in an exit and you have to go to three stations at that exit to try to find diesel. Like, that's a little frustrating. The only thing I don't but. like about diesels is, like, you change a fuel filter, you have to wash your hands three times. You change the oil, <laughs> you have to wash your hands three times. You touch anything on a diesel and you're just black. Yeah. It's the only only complaint I have about them. They are, they are very dirty, very oily. Everything is oily. Yeah. And they're still rusty. <laughs> <laughs> And the fuel systems, man, like, like I, I think it's not just Chevy, but like the Chevys have that big problem with losing their prime. If you lose your prime on your fuel system, like you have to tow it to the dealer to have them fix it. Yeah, the uh, and the new the 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 LML Duramaxes, they got that CP3 pump that loves to fail, and when they fail, it just sends shrapnel through the whole system. Oh, yep. And there's companies that sell, like, the CP3 oh shit kit or something. <laughs> because when you lose your, your fuel pump, you got to replace everything, and it's, like, thousands of dollars. Yeah. I'm surprised they don't have a, some kind of filter. You know, like... I mean, there is fuel pre- filters, but... There's pre-filters, but not post. Not nah. I mean, well, that, that What filter's going to handle 30,000 PSI of fuel exactly. pressure, I guess? Yeah. That was the first time I heard that, like, I don't know, like 15 years ago, somebody made a comment about 30,000 PSI, and I'm like, yeah. what? That is a That's a thing. Yeah, they idle at the kind of rail pressure we max out at. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's nuts. For sure. Once you get a taste of that torque, though, it's it's addictive. The only yeah. it, it really is. I'll, t- I'll tell a little diesel story. The only... I used to, you know, not that I raced a lot of cool cars in my Red Grand Prix back in the day, but the only thing that I ever lost a race to was a diesel truck. Huh. And it was pretty bad. My <laughs> buddy had a tuned and deleted LML, and he said, we'll go from a dig. And I said, no problem. <laughs> and he freaking gapped me <laughs> and then pulled right in front of me, you know, because he pulled right in front of me and then just blasted my windshield with stones like chris loves to do if you follow chris don't follow this guy if he's in a truck don't follow that guy 
I don't know what you're talking. You blasted about. my Jeep and the GXP. Anytime I'm behind you, you're always blasting me with stones. When did I get the GXP? Oh yeah, I remember. On <laughs> <laughs> Zoom's birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> From burnouts or just chucking rocks? He just loves to spin tires on pavement or in the dirt. Chris, yeah, I'm surprised. G- I'm the shocked. GXP was on pavement. Yeah. 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 We were. Yeah, my wife wasn't impressed with that either. <laughs> 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 um yeah we we still do sell um lincoln parts um we've got lincoln, basically ecoboost stuff we sell down pipes for a few different ones they might only be on ebay or something now maybe but um i know we sell the ecoboost ford stuff on our website under other supported platforms i think yeah. um but i don't think they ever put the ecoboost in the lincoln truck i think that only got the v8 i could be wrong but I think the the Lincoln uh, with the uh, Mark LT, I think yeah. that's V8 only. But yeah, the MKZ and maybe another one we we still sell some stuff for. Yeah, he says four wheel drive diesels are with programs are programmers are dangerous. Yeah, we used to load up in that thing, just sit six deep and do four wheel drive <laughs> launches in it. Yeah, I rode in um I rode in a. Uh, 11.0 uh, diesel single box Duramax. That, that'd probably be fast. Four slicks on it, on the street, oh and it still would spin them from a roll. Yep. It was pretty cool. It was a weird feeling. Like, it was a weird feeling being in a big truck way up in the air, spinning your tires from all four corners. Yeah. There's a guy uh, local to here, Bolton, we'll be able to speak to who he is. He's got a, uh, it's a Dodge full cab old 80s unit it's enormous long box he's got a ls twin turbo in it yeah old forest service truck it's even the old green yeah the first time i rode in a twin turbo (laughs) high-powered unit truck i'm like this mass shouldn't be moving this quickly (laughs) down the street down the street it's pretty incredible it's nice too because trucks feel faster than they are yeah so you like you you ride in a truck and runs like 1350 but you swear it runs like mid 12s or low 12s yeah. you know yeah so it's misleadingly fast <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah it's um love love fords here um i don't know what you guys are into but honestly i got pretty great respect for all the uh you know i'm a i like fords because i obviously have one big chevy guy half ton chevy guy that's where my soft spot's at but i also love uh the the Dodge is in the Cummins. The Cummins engine is a great engine. If I was ever gonna have a diesel, it would be a Cummins. Yeah, you know, sure. common rail, uh, just just a good drivetrain. I think. Um, if you could find a clean one, a twelve valve, or that, yeah, uh, it's pretty mechanical though. And exactly, so that's <laughs> all the re- all the reliability, yes. isn't it? Those it's reliable, but they don't make that much power. You are- <laughs> well, you haven't read and rode one that's turned up. Well, don't they drive terrible? No. Those old mechanical trucks, don't they like diesel like a like a 871 blower old school muscle car that's slow? Don't they do that yank 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 no. thing? They don't do that? No. Cuz no. I was talking to like one guy had one like that and I'm like, "Why does it do that?" And he was like, "It's the injection." fuel injection is this all the big pumps and you know that's that's more of a common real thing to start idling like that when the injection pressure is cranked way up mm. so it seems weird to me that they can't lower the pressure at idle and then crank it up at full throttle yeah. like you'd think you'd be able to do that have some kind of pressure relief or 
yeah. something. But trucks and ZZP is an interesting relationship from the terms of us making parts. So the truck market in the US is so gigantic. It's we have our unique area where we thrive in and it's it's obviously enticing at times to step out of that, but it's you know, you gotta be so established in the game to be known out there but it's also really attractive because there's millions of trucks on the road you know i'm a little i still regret i have a lot of regrets um we we had a ls truck turbo kit really zzp made a truck turbo kit it when was this um like uh old building so 10 yeah. years ago or so it had a single turbo on the passenger side you reuse one manifold, and then the other side had a power log mm -hmm. style, and then that power log fed the turbo, and then, then the, that power log had a crossover pipe to go to the other side where the stock manifold was. Yep. So the driver's side manifold was reused, I believe, and then yeah, the passenger side manifold was new. Yeah. And um, like Matt had a, 90, you know, had a 99 GMC, so that's first year of LS in a Chevy GMC truck. And his truck made like 200 wheel horsepower stock. So like the lowest LS wheel horsepower that you can ever make in anything. And um, with our intercooled turbo kit, he made 400 wheel. On like 12 pounds probably? Not even. Yeah. Like single digit boost. Like it, it was pretty cool, but we somehow lost the jigs and lost instructions on how to make the kit. And then we just got busy and then... The whole thing just got like scrapped and it sucks because that would have been great to have a you know a budget turbo kit yeah because quite a few of us here have had ls trucks at one point or another i would put turbos on mine except for l60 yeah 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 here on speed on the other side of the state makes some really nice truck turbo kits uh, and all the ls through the years but ours was so budget it was amazing yeah, it was such a budget kit. It's yeah. super easy to do, especially if you're reusing manifolds and just doing a single one with a T4 flange and keeping the airbox in the stock location and just running an intercooler over to the intake. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's definitely tempting. You know, if the smartest thing to do is take a bone stock LS truck and just turbo it, don't change anything with the engine you get you, you yeah. gain power and lose no gas mileage like it's that's the way to go because the ls is as soon as you put a cam in them 10 miles per gallon yeah when i had my 99 they sound so good though they do <laughs> when i had my 99 i was looking at uh doing the btr stage four truck cam that chris has and a converter and all the boltons and blah 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 and you know you might make 350 wheel and then i was looking at well if i did a turbo kit only and then a set of injectors it's going to be double what the cam's going to do yeah. for the same price. but And you gain torque. Yeah. Like, for a tow vehicle, like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah, like, turbo sure. is the way to go. That's what we, we should have done with our toter lathe. That would have been amazing. Just oh put a God. stock. Oh, my goodness. Stock 5.3 in it with a turbo on it. Like, done. <sighs> we can probably make something happen this winter. Well, or not really. Huh? Do the 6.2s turbo well or not really? He's just saying for the small displace, well. displacement. Sure yeah, just for budget. Yeah. Because um, we I could think sell that We could sell that 6.2. I will trade it for a 5.3. <laughs> he would. We could sell that 6.2, recover our cost for a turbo kit and a 4.8, and be 100 horsepower ahead and probably 10 MPGs. <laughs> Pull the Escalade in next week. <laughs> you see here, Zoom. 
This is what. Here's <laughs> <laughs> all the swap on a Saturday. <laughs> I mean, Zoom bought that uh, one roots blower for our um, 16 Denali. That's the you know, well Escalade. Escalade. Yeah. Um, we've got the blower for that yet, and he's asked multiple times about when we're going to put it on. But we just don't because it requires so much time and why. Like, you know, it's just going to get beat on by the wrong people and break, you know. So it's, it's just like, why? But then we bought our toter laid to actually use. But then the thing gets crap gas mileage. Like, yep. come yeah. on, darn it. But you got, yeah. Yeah. It happens. I don't know. Um, but diesels were, were bad, like, Another thing with diesels is the maintenance. It's not just the fuel filter changes and the in the the urea or whatever stuff you have to do the diesel exhaust, exhaust fluid. fluid. Um, there's also all the maintenance of like you have to tow them with them all the time. You can't just daily drive a diesel. It just breaks. Especially Everything seizes up and stops commute. working. Yeah, you cannot short commute a diesel truck. Like that is not a daily driver. Right. That is a tow pig, like, and we bought this, you know, Duramax way back in the day, like, I don't know, 10, 10, 12 years ago now. And um, that thing is whooped and the turbo doesn't spool anymore. You know, it's it, all junked it's up. It's all coked up. And driving. It doesn't ever get hot enough to burn it out. Yeah, driving little short trips across the street and, and now the turbo vanes don't work. Mm-hmm. You know, and I keep talking, you know, I was talking to, the techs about like well what do we have to do to clean the veins out and they're like yeah no you know you got to swap the turbo yep but uh, the problem is it'll just get coked up again yeah pretty much you know even putting you know i was putting one employee in and to take it home like 30 minutes once a week but i mean the damage was done so i yeah. mean yeah i don't know um gas this is just so much better and nowadays with the flex fuel stuff, like I'd be, I don't know, I'd be kind of curious what a Ford five liter on flex would be. Well, not to mention the uh, diesel is almost six bucks a gallon right now. Yeah. Is, is, there, really? a, is yeah. there a fuel cost? Is there any gain on being diesel? Just towing capacity. Yeah, just towing. Yeah. But for like on a fuel cost basis. No. There they don't get There used to be, but there isn't anymore. They, they, potent, they get better gas mileage while towing. The daily driver gas mileage, I believe, is pretty much the same. Hmm. But while towing, they seem to get multiple miles per gallon better than a gas truck. Hmm. But, um, but man, they, they cost like twice as much as a gas truck, too. Like, you can't forget that. Like, let's say you find a 2005 Silverado 3500 diesel that's clean. That's probably a $25,000 truck still right now. Yeah. But a gas one? You could find a clean one for seven. Not anymore. No, twelve. Well, you know, I guess maybe I'm a little outdated after the COVID pricing boost, but yeah, like, I mean, I can't believe you'd have to spend even ten to get a clean, you know, LS-based, you know, GM vehicle or GM truck. <laughs> but then the diesel does double it, doubles yeah. it. It's like ah feel about a 92 gmc 4 454 with a whipple man that would be cool but i don't think those were a 92 that's early 90s okay i have questions because i'm very intrigued with this um that truck from the factory was um was a turd was an absolute turd but 
I mean, if it's got a Whipple on it and you did the right things, what kind of power is it making? Man, did you see? Okay, so Cletus just bought a new truck for, he, he does like a giveaway truck or a giveaway vehicle. He bought a F-150 short box with a five liter in it and it has a blower on it. His in-car videos of that truck move out. <laughs> he said it's been uh, like 990s with a stock five oh liter and a blower. Goodness. A centrifugal blower or what? Uh, roots, roots blower, oh, like a VMP nice. blower, I think. Oh, man. So like I, a twin screw. I could be wrong if it's VMP or Whipple or whatever it is, but it's a, <laughs> it's been 990s and the in-car footage of them romping this F-150 is just like, <laughs> you can tell it's just moving out. Those five O's are cool. What is, there's one particular V8 truck which has, which is the slowest of all time. Is it, was it the Dodges? Or what? Don't, don't say it, Tim. <laughs> I'm not even going to look at them. Don't say it. <laughs> you're gonna do me like that, huh, Alex? No, Made at the five o'clock the mark. <laughs> the OBS Forge with a with a big block in them. No, <laughs> he's going Magnum. He's going 360 Magnum. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They claim they claim 240. I had I had I had a 92. Man, it's been so long I forgot. It was my first brand new vehicle I bought. I bought it when I graduated. 92 Dodge. No, it wasn't brand new. No, it was my first vehicle I bought from like a dealer. So a 92 Dodge Ram with like a three inch lift and 33s with a 360 and 411 gears, right? That was the slowest vehicle I think I've ever owned in my life. That 240 is overrated. Yeah. What's silly, too, I, I'm, we're laughing because I got the 360 in my Jeep. <laughs> and I bought it, and I'm so excited. And I'm walking, I'm like, Tim, I got a 5'9 Grand Cherokee. They only made so many of us. 98 Limited. He's like, face palm. Yeah, he's like, you're so dumb. But it is, I, I am, I'm pleased with the power. What I'm not pleased with is um, the, the PCM of that year, they actually required you to run 93 Octane in it. So you run 93 octane in it, and I did try 87, and there's a huge difference. It's not happy about it, really. Mm. If you wanted to just drive it to work, it'd probably be fine, but I ran 87 through it on the uh, one day at the on dunes, the and it wasn't happy. <laughs> so, I mean, it worked, but, you know, you can definitely tell the difference. The problem is you put 93 in it, and so, okay, it's, it's, kind, of, it's kind of quick, but it's, it just gets like 9 miles a gallon <laughs> for 200 horsepower. You put 93 through it. Yeah, it's not the best thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the that's that's you know like we like we let off the, today with though, four by fours are just pricey. Yeah, they really are. Everything is pricey. Might be a little easier to work on, but uh, they're pricey. They but yeah. they're required. I mean, I am a car lover, but like I need a truck a lot. Like I break my cars and mm -hmm. I need to get my cars to racetracks and you know not worry about if it breaks down and having to figure out how to get home. You know, trucks are necessary. Yeah. Well, it's five o'clock, guys. Yep. Wrap this up. What is everybody doing this weekend? Staying warm. Yeah. Staying out of the snow, doing some snow shoveling, whatnot. Yeah. How about you, Alex? Taking care of the babes? Taking care of the babe. And uh, we actually, what are we doing this weekend? Yeah, just kind of hunkering down, man. Not much else. I was, uh, the truck has just paused for a couple of weeks, but my mind started thinking there again, but. 
yeah, just hanging out with the family. Where are you at on the truck right now? It is bed cage time right now. Ooh. That is where you I'm at. You got a grinder out yet to cut that bed up? Or I, what? Uh, yeah, the grinder's been out. <laughs> the uh, I did lighting just before he was born. I did all the lighting in the garage, so it's it's bright as in there. It's real crispy, clean up for the winter. Um, so yeah, Chris has got the, my transmission right now, and I'm doing the bed cage. So, heck yeah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna try and get the snowmobile out this weekend and raise some hell. Not a ton of snow, but enough to itch the tickle. Get the belt wet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and uh, other than that, I'm going to burn a bunch of wood through the wood stove. Oh, there we go, Matt. Last F1 race of the season. Yes. Oh, yeah. We'll be watching that. Definitely watching that. Yep, beer two involved with the uh, wood burning. Not so Gar- much snowmobiling. Yeah, that's usually Go Carlos Saints. <laughs> How about <laughs> you, Tim? Uh, Honey-do list is going to overwhelm my weekend, so, yeah, that. And uh, beer and wine food tasting downtown mm. Grand Rapids. I'll do that tonight. Cool. Super That's fun. about it for me. Right on. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Everybody cool. have a good weekend. Stay warm out there. Stay warm. Have a good one. See you.